What's up? I'm Liza. Hey guys, I'm Cami. Welcome to Laugh It's Funny, where we use storytelling to give you advice from not your mom. Mm, that's right. We back. So do you have any student stories, any important student moments from the past week? I mean, what student moment isn't important? Would I even be an educator if I didn't just say that by default? True. So tell me about a time when you wanted to slap a kid. Okay. I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> We could be here for a while. <laughs> no. Um, so I was at a traffic light in town mm-hmm. last weekend. And I haven't. I didn't share this story, or I don't remember why. I guess something must have eclipsed it in my mind. But um, I was at the traffic light, and the car next to me was shaking. It was bump, rattle, and rolling, okay? Oh, no. And I thought, oh, my God, there's a child dancing in this car. So I just know it. You felt it before I you I felt looked. it. I felt the aura felt of obnoxious soul. is what I did. <laughs> And so I was like, well, they're just having the time of their life. And I go to pull forward, and it's Mike, my student. And he is (laughs) dancing like it is his job. Was he driving or was he? No, he was in his sister was driving, thank God. Yeah. I worry for when he drives. Okay, fun fact, Mike's a great dancer, right? He is a fantastic dancer. He is a great dancer. So, anyways, but he it, it just cracked me up. So they caught up to me. Because I thought, oh, my God, I need to get away from this. Right. So I laid it on. But they pulled up, and he, of course, hung out the window like any smart high schooler sure. would do. It was freezing cold. But I just thought, that is my life, like, where I just feel the right. presence of children. God. And I'm like, that's a that's child, right. isn't it? So. I, know, I know we're supposed to love them all equally. Yeah. But Mike, which I have Mike in class also, that kid drives me up the wall. Yeah, me too. Like... <laughs> I lose so much patience for him because there's a he like he greets me a certain way every time he walks into the classroom. Yeah. To the point that now It's annoying. It not only is it annoying, but like my body physically starts tensing up when I know he's about to walk in because oh I know God. he's about to piss me off. Yeah. Like I can feel it. Kind of like how you could feel his presence exactly. twerking in the car beside you. Yeah, dude. So anyway, I've told him recently, like, hey, man, I feel like you and I could be friends. You know, I love what you contribute to class discussions. You're a smart kid. But you piss me off every morning yeah. with the way that you come in. Yeah. And I told him what it is that gets on my nerves. And he continues to do it. So, like, at this point, since I've told him what he's doing that's wrong, and he still continues to do it, like, I feel like he's bullying me. <laughs> like, if I were to go on our county's checklist yes. of what deems... It's intentional. Act, it's intentional. It, it is, is repetitive. repetitive. <laughs> There's a power imbalance at there this point. There is a power imbalance. <laughs> I just want to be like, you, sir, are... This is bullying behavior. I feel like I have nothing else to, to do. I cannot defend myself against him. Yeah. But I know he's sweet. I do love him. He is obnoxious as yeah. hell, but I love him. Right. And I can see him growing into a very impressive young man. Yes. Someday. No, he's, he's very sweet. I yes. just have a thing about mouth noises. Yeah. Like, and he comes Or in, mouthing off, which we yeah. get both from this right, child. Right, true. So. And I can deal with, like, mouthing off, but the mouth... The mouth noises are so strong, <laughs> and they're as soon as he like he's almost pavloved me for the worst. <laughs> like as soon as I see him, I immediately start Cringe. getting pissed off. Yeah. yeah, you know it's like it's it's instantaneous, and I, I mean, thought that we could work past it, but now I know he's just a bully. It's fine. <laughs> 
but it's fine. I'm gonna just do do uh, like I've always done growing up in yeah. the South, and I'll pray on it. Well, bless his heart. Yeah, bless his heart yeah. and bless mine because Indeed. I'm the one. I'm I'm the victim. Yes, clearly. So this. <laughs> it's fine, Mike. It's fine. We get you. It's fine. So anyway, well, yeah. today's episode is going to be about cars. Yeah. And that story dirty. was appropriate then. Yes, you're right. Awesome. That was a good segue. Good job, Yeah, Liza. so we thought that we would talk about our experiences with cars as teenagers. So all that that entails. Getting yes. your license, sneaking around, Amazing. getting pulled over, getting tickets, not getting tickets... Getting your parents called, all that good stuff. Your first car. Your first car. What was your first car like? Oh, damn. You talking about that 96 Grand Prix? Dang, girl. Yes. Yes. My first car was um, my mom's car originally. And I want to say my mom got it and it was brand new. And so she kept that until I was 16. Then it became my car. And I remember washing the Grand Prix like multiple times leading up to my 16th birthday. Yeah. I was just like, this is, this this is going to be a smooth ride. I felt like a Dina Howard just cruising okay. around with my seat back a little bit. Um, but not back too much because I was still nerdy. Yes. So, <laughs> because then, I was responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I knew the rules. Um, and so I kept that car until my sister turned 16 and then it became her car. Nice. So it definitely went down uh, a couple of generations. But what was awesome. your first car? I had a Saturn. Mm. Do you remember Saturn? Yeah. Not the planet, people. I'm sad they no longer make these cars. They were resilient. To what color was yours? Mine was white. Same. And it had leather interior and oh, a sunroof. And it was super cute. So you was rich. Um, I didn't, I was not expecting a, that car at mm-hmm. all. I was, I didn't know what my parents would do. I don't think they ever promised me a vehicle at any point in time. Yeah. Because I was kind of a brat sometimes. So I was like, I don't deserve a car. <laughs> <laughs> but I came home um, in the middle of summer from church camp. That's right. Oh. Church Church okay. camp. See, there it is. The thread of Southern religion still mm-hmm. is threading through all these episodes. That's right. Um, but I came home, and they were there in the parking lot with balloons Aww. attached to my car because my birthday's in the summer, mm-hmm. and my douchebag boyfriend at the time was there too. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> I just this, had a great week. Why are you sl- here? Slick Rick with the bald head. No, oh, this okay. was before Slick Rick. Oh, okay. That's a really good code name for him. I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that car was, it was awesome. And it lasted me, well, not too long, but you'll find out about that later <laughs> on in this episode. Nice. It was super cute. Dang. So. So let's start with these stories chronologically, I think. Okay. So let's start high school and then work our way up. Okay. Sounds sound good? good. Okay. Do you have one? I one have in two in high school. All right. And I just want to preface this with, I promise that I am a responsible driver now. <laughs> the first wreck that I got into involved Slick Rick. Mm. Okay. Of course it did. So this was after Douchebag. I'm not even going to give him a name. Um, but I will say, first of all, ladies, if you're dating someone when you get your car or when you get your license... Do not let them pressure you into telling you how to drive because to this day, I predominantly drive with my left hand because the guy I was dating at the time, which I'm sure we'll have an episode about him later. 
he made me hold his hand. He he was, I guess he was so insecure that if I was not holding his hand, he thought I was mad at him. Oh. So I had to hold his hand everywhere huh. like a freaking three-year-old. <laughs> so you had one hand on the steering wheel. One hand wheel, on the steering wheel and the other hand, hand I was him. holding his hand. And then how are you supposed to push him out the window? I know, Like with right? your foot? I know. Ugh. It was so stupid. Thankfully, I got rid of him eventually. That's mm-hmm. a whole other story. A very int- interesting one. But, okay, so Slick Rick... We were on our way to church. <laughs> That's how every story starts. I promise y'all. Every time the church is open. I was open, on my way to a youth group. I was. I was on my way to choir practice. I was on my way to band practice. I Thank you very much. I was on my way much. to Wednesday night worship service. That's right. Sunday night worship service. That's right. Sunday afternoon prayer service. That's right. We choir. were there for all the services. Exactly. Service. If there mm-hmm. wasn't a service, we was making up a service. Right. Um, but I was driving... <laughs> We was making up a service. Come join us for my up service. Um, and I do. I have a younger brother who is way smarter than me in every way possible. He was in the car with me. In mm-hmm. fact, both of the wrecks that I've had, he's been in the vehicle with me. Aww. Thank God, because I am scatterbrained. If you couldn't tell, um, but we were driving. Slick Rick was behind me. He had an old beat up Accord. I was in my cutesy white Saturn, and we were driving on a very busy thoroughfare in our town. Um, it was about the time that school was letting out and mm-hmm. like the elementary school, middle school, whatever. And we were stuck behind bus traffic. Mm-hmm. So on this main road, the bus way back when would just stop on the main road and not go into the neighborhood and just let all the kids oh, out. Okay, they don't yeah. do that anymore. Right. Probably because of wrecks like mine. But there were about eight cars like in front of the guy that was in in front of me. I just stopped mm-hmm. short of hitting him mm-hmm. in the rear end. It was a big van. Um, and I look in my rear view mirror. I see Slick Rick barreling down here oh in his God. Accord. And I thought, oh, my God. I said it out loud. Oh, my God, he's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he slams into the back of my Saturn. Because he was T9 texting his no. grandfather. <laughs> Thank the Lord, T9 texting is no longer a thing. Yeah, I never mastered it. I mean, I did. Ooh, I was good. Mm, (laughs) I was so good. I mean, I was fast. Um, But no, so kids nowadays, distracted driving has been a thing since cell phones were created. It's not something we're trying to bear down on you with. It's like a thing that just needs to stop because it's been happening Mm -hmm. forever. But so he hits me, okay? I look over to my brother, and he's like, are you going to, like, stop? Because I was driving away. Everyone in front of me. Stopping. I was panicking. <laughs> Where did you drive? I drove. I was like, I hope he's okay. And I kept looking in my rearview mirror. You just, like, drove around. I drove car. straight ahead. And he goes, you have to pull over. You were in an accident. You cannot flee the scene. Oh and so I pulled over, and I get out. His car was jacked i mean it was like crumpled up like an accordion on the front mine thank you saturn i left with not a scratch on me seriously that's why i love saturn so much so we get there and this was mind you like a mile and a half Mm -hmm. from my house Mm -hmm. so the whole fact of rex happened within five miles of the home is true so the cops get there I have left my license on the kitchen table. I don't even have my license with me. 
in the car. <laughs> and so my mom has to come down here. It was very embarrassing. Yeah. And it, they were like, are you going to depress her? I said, no, I love him. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was dramatic as hell. It's like, I'm not going to press charges. This was before he shaved his head when I no longer loved him. Right. But, but so that was just a mess. I'm just, all I'm hearing is that this is uh, a lifetime movie material. It was. But mama, I love but him. But mama, I love him. No, mama, I love him. It was awful. God. Not as bad as my other wreck story, but you'll hear that in mm. a moment. What about you? All right. So if we're going chronologically, the mm-hmm. best story that I have at the youngest age would be when I was 15 and I had my permit. Yes. And my cousin was at the house with me. She's a year. No, she's just a few months younger. Um, and my parents were somewhere. Like, they were out of town. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it was just me and my cousin home. And she went to high school with us, too. Okay. And so, anyway, we're home alone. The car is there. The the sweet Grand Prix that was meant to be mine. And I have the keys. And I convince her to get in the car with me and drive out to the mall. And I'm like, let's just go out to the mall. She's like, no, we shouldn't. It's dangerous. I was like, no, it's fine. I've done it before. So I've stolen the car before. Oh, God. Just to drive out to the mall. I remember the first time I did it, I drove out to the mall, no license, oh um, bought a pretzel, and then of came course. and then left. I just wanted to know that I could do something. So I yeah. bought the pretzel. That was my tangible and evidence. And the, the pretzel was totally worth it, right. too. Oh, hell yeah. It was the best. Got back in my car, came home. So anyway... I convinced my cousin. I'm like, come on, you know, do this with me. So she's like, um, okay. And she's like nervously giggling the whole time. So we get to the mall. We walk around. We do a loop, which took all of 15 minutes, you know. Um, And then we're like, all right, enough's enough. Let's go back. So we're driving back and we pull up in the driveway and I look. And my grandmother is sitting on oh, the front no. porch. Oh, no. Y'all done have been done. <laughs> I had no idea that my mom had asked my grandmother to come check in on us. And so my grandmother had driven over to the house. And oh, when she no. got there, nobody was there. Oh, no. And she knew the car was gone. Oh, no. And so she thought, I'm just going to sit here and wait until these girls get back. So we get out of the car. And we're both just, like, laughing hysterically because oh, we're so nervous. You're like, we're so dead. And I look at my grandmother, and I'm like, hey. And she goes, girl, you know you're in trouble. And I was just like, oh, my God, Grandma, please don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. And she said, okay, I won't. But you got to promise me that you won't ever do this again. Um, And by that point, let me actually clarify. I had done it twice before. Mm. Like, I did it once with that car. And then another time, me and the same cousin had taken my grandmother's car out once (laughs) to go to Kmart. I remember we went to Kmart and bought some dumbass CD that came out that weekend that we just Good old ha- Kmart. We had R-I-P. to have. R.I.P. Kmart. Kmart. Then Blue Light and Specials. Blue Light Special. <laughs> so we... <laughs> I just had to get that CD. So anyway, Grandma's like, don't do it again. I won't tell your mom. I thought for sure this woman would sell me out. Oh, my God. Um, and I thought she had, right? So then you fast forward to like, I'm 18 and my parents are dropping me off for college that mm-hmm. first day. Yeah. And I'm first generation college student. So my parents were extremely emotional about yeah. this. So I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to write a letter to my parents and I'm going to like include some funny jokes and stuff Aww. so that when they drop me off, I can hand them this letter and they can read it on their drive back to town and they'll be That's like laughing. so sweet. Right. So I include that story oh, no. where I'm like, hey, by the way, to help you not miss me, let me tell you how devious 
pissed I was. One time <laughs> I stole the car. And I go into this whole story that I just told you. And I was like, also, um, Grandma caught me. And I don't know if she ever told you about it or not, but she knows. And <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> when my mom got home from that drive, she called me laughing. And she said, yeah, we were bawling when we left you at college. Um, she said that they even looked in their rear view mirror and they could see me waving and they both were just crying. Aww. And so mom said, you know, we took out that letter. I was reading it to your dad while he drove and got to the part about you still in the car and grandma covering you. So my mom was like, I wanted to test your grandma and see <gasps> what she would say. Yes. So my mom called my grandmother and was like, hey, um, we just got this letter from our daughter and she said that you knew about her stealing the car when she was 15. And my sweet grandmother goes, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, Tried and true. Yes, hell oh yeah, my grandma. Like to this day, never admitted it. Like, and there were a few times where jokingly my mom would bring it up to my grandmother and my grandmother's just like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that never happened. That is amazing. She totally had my back. Um, and it's just, it's so precious, especially because my grandmother has Alzheimer's right now. Um, and it's, it's pretty progressive at this point. Um, but just to know that like, that was part of the relationship we had where yes, was I in the wrong? Absolutely. But did she truly have my back? She, she did. did. Like, Grandma was ride or die. She was. I, oh, my I gosh. I really appreciate that. I love it. Yeah. So. That's amazing. So that was a good one. I love that about my grandmother. That's so awesome. I know. But you know what? She was probably mischievous, too. That's probably why she let me get True. away with it. But anyway, what do, you, yeah. what do you have for us next? Well, what we have for you is just a brief word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. And we're back. So, the next story that I have is also another wreck story. And it's in that same Saturn. My beloved Saturn. It was so cute. By the time I had this wreck, um, Slick Rick, who I didn't dump after rear-ending me on the road, um, he actually worked at a sign shop and he had made like a decal, a holographic iridescent decal to put across the front of my car with my name. And it was real cute. That was kind of a big thing. You either had that or like a vanity plate or something cutesy Mm -hmm. like that. So I was really sad when this wreck happened. Let's just say that. So to set the scene, um, it was raining and I was running late for school. And of course I had to drive my brother to school also. He was very studious and never had to do homework mm. at school at the beginning of the day, like I did. Um, and I was I, I was ready early, which is a rarity even to this day. And I was ready early. I wanted to leave early. And he didn't get the memo. So mm-hmm. dude was making me late. So I was pissed off at him. And it was raining. Well, to kind of explain... You have to understand how my house is set up versus where my driveway is. So... In front of our house is where we would park because mm-hmm. we had a really long driveway. It was maybe, um, I don't know, a quarter mile long, maybe, yeah. maybe shorter. But <clears throat> we would have to turn onto our driveway to go to the straightaway to get to the main road to turn onto to leave. So my, my car, though, was facing the house because mm-hmm. I figured it would save time in the morning. I could just pull forward, turn, and, and go. Mm-hmm. Well, it was raining. I was putting on my seatbelt and trying to peel out of the driveway like Mm -hmm. a badass, okay? Um, Because I was pissed off. And that would show him if I sped (laughs) on the way to school in the rain. Right. Well, as I was turning, 
I must also mention that my my driveway is lined in trees, Bradford pear trees to be exact. Um, my driveway is also raised up, so the driveway is high. It's low on either side oh, with okay. all the trees. Yeah, I was turning. It was raining. I was pissed. My foot was to the floor trying to get out of there, and I was putting on my seatbelt. So as I was turning onto the straightaway, my front left tire got off Mm -hmm. of the driveway, so it was on the lower part. Mm -hmm. Well, instead of saying logically, okay, I should probably stop back up and correct to get onto the driveway, I thought, "Um, I'm just going to go faster and turn my (laughs) wheel real hard to get back up. To the main part of the driveway. You're using your teenage brain. You're using my teenage brain Mm -hmm. with less brain cells. Right. Well, kids, that doesn't work because science and what actually happened was I drove further down into the little gully on the left part of my driveway. Mm -hmm. And I ended up hitting a tree. The tree hit the front left like over my front left tire, mm-hmm. my entire car whipped around <gasps> and the butt of my car was stuck in our fence because we had like a big horse fence oh around our yard. Oh my God. You guys, the airbag went off. <laughs> this is funny to me now. It was terrible. I probably traumatized my poor brother. So I haven't asked. He was, asked. In, the car the he was in the car the whole time. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> airbags deployed. It's the worst smell ever. And to this day, if I pass a wreck, I can smell the airbags. Really? First thing. It yes. That for you. It's awful. It smells like burning, rotting flesh, like oh. a Freddy Krueger movie. It's really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, my reaction was to get out of the car and run towards the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't turn the car off. <laughs> It was just running, and all my stuff is in the car, and my brother gets out, and he goes, um, turn the car off. Mm-hmm. I didn't turn the car off. I ran back and said, my lunch! My oh, lunch! I had, a, I had a blue lunch box. I ate the same lunch every day. It was a turkey sandwich with, like, some carrots and shit. Right. But I was concerned about my lunch because I was clearly in shock. It was ridiculous. Right. So I had to call my mother, of course, mm-hmm. on my Nokia brick cell phone with okay. the glittery pink okay. cover and the SpongeBob buttons. <laughs> and <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, and she was pissed. In fact, maybe my brother called her. I don't remember. I genu- genuinely don't remember. Right. But he was the one that was like super level headed and he wanted to go to school. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't want to miss a test. And I was like, I'm I'm traumatized. I have to stay home for the rest of the day so I can finish the homework that I was supposed <laughs> to get to school early to finish. So, so what was the trauma? What was the, the... The final consensus? Yeah, on your car. You guys, get ready for this sentence. I totaled my Saturn in my driveway. In my driveway. I cracked the engine block. So the metal, you know, the very well-manufactured strong metal that holds the engine into your car so it doesn't fall out going 80 miles an hour down the interstate. I mean, I don't go 80. I go 70. It's the rules. You did that. I did it. It cracked. I did the damn thing. I did the damn thing. If I'm going to wreck my car, I'm going to wreck it on my own circumstances. That's right. In my own driveway. That's right. With my own tree. Yes. (laughs) I did that. It was terrible. 
Okay, and you's a bad bitch. Like, I, I clearly, I'm a dumb bitch because, <laughs> because even my dad still teases me to that, to, to this day about it. He, he threatened for a long time to put like signs on all of our trees that say, don't hit oh, me. no. <laughs> he should have. I know. That would have been cute. He's a jokester, that one. So that's, that's that. That dad humor. And somehow... I don't know what I did to deserve it. I think my mom just did it because it was easier for her. They got me another car. Aww. Like, a couple of weeks later, I rode to yeah. school with my friend. Mm-hmm. And they got me another car. It that was another sweet. Saturn. That is sweet. I know. Saturns are resilient, but not resilient enough for my driving skills hey. and my trees and my driveway. That's right. <laughs> don't challenge her with a good time. Oh, my God. Or a tree. Kids, be smart. Use your or brain. Breathe yeah. and focus. That's, I just, if I would have lived it all again, I would have been like, okay, you have got to stay calm. Right. You're, I, it's my younger brother. He's the one that kept me so evenly killed, right. which he didn't because I was crazy. <laughs> I still am. He's always been the level-headed one. You know, one time when uh, my sister was causing us to run late, my sister, I love her, and she's beautiful, um, (laughs) but she was going through this phase (laughs) where, like, she wanted to look so good, like, top-notch good. Yeah. You know, like... Like, now, even as teachers, we can see that there's... It's a pretty normal thing for teenage girls to just roll up in there and, like, sweatpants, sweatpants. messy bun. Yep. But, you know, like, this was not my sister's thing. Like, she went through a solid two or three years where, like, yeah. her hair was professionally done by my mother. Like, my mother would blow out her hair. We're talking, like, Brazilian blowout. Um, and so my sister was, like, to the nines. And so one morning... She was making us late, and I was already ready to go because I was ready because I dressed like a dirty hippie in high that's school. That's right. Right? Yeah, that's so right. So I was probably in some nasty skirt um, that was, like, <laughs> long and just, like, not flattering. The fashion of a librarian. Yeah, yes, with my girl. flip-flops on yes. through December and my hair American Eagle wavy. graphic tee. Yeah. Yes. Or, or... I would step it up a notch and get like a boy's size 10 slash 12 Goodwill baseball tee. Okay. And pair that with a long skirt. Okay. It was um, an interesting. Um. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> I was you know, you. The baseball tees were popular, but the yeah, skirt. No, not a baseball. Not like a three quarter. Oh. Like a short sleeve. Button down tee? No, it was like a straight up regular t shirt that they would give little kids to wear like for baseball. Oh. So it would say, like, the team name and then, like, the number on the back. <laughs> I would wear that with skirts. Who are the Badgers? And why are you... I'm like, it's retro. <laughs> I got it from Goodwill. Like, you don't know. Probably because you're lame. <laughs> God, get out of my face. So anyway, that has nothing to do with my car story. But it's fine. this is a small car story. So my sister was making us late. And by the time she got in the car, same thing with you. I was super pissed. Pissed. Um, and I wanted to do something to make her know how angry I was. So she gets in the car. She, ha- I remember she had a skirt on that day and she looked super cute. She also had her breakfast with her. So I think she had like a bowl of cereal and milk oh. and we start driving and I'm like passive aggressively, like, you know, huffing my breath, like <laughs> to everything that she says. She's like, what are you huffing for? Is the right. must off your Goodwill shirt getting in your nose? <laughs> But yeah, probably. And so she said something smart and I just had it. And so I waited for her to like try to eat her food. Yeah. And I hit the brakes. Yes. And that milk got all over her legs. And she was like, ah. 
Now my legs are going to smell like old milk all day. <laughs> I was like, you damn straight. <laughs> Only I didn't say it out loud because she would have told my mom and dad that I cussed. That's right. So I just thought it. Um, <laughs> but straight. that is not my substantial story. My substantial story is that when I finally got my license and I could legally drive. Um, I was part of our school's TV show, which you were too. I was too. Right? Hence, That's that right. was like the foreshadowing of this podcast. I think so. I think you're right. We were meant to That's be a grassroots stars production. in some capacity. <laughs> we're clearly stars. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, we are thriving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there was a year, well, the year that I was 16, where our town lost several teenagers mm-hmm. due to car accidents. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't remember if it was all from drinking and driving, but I think the majority of them were. Yeah. I mean, we had an, an alarming amount of children who died mm-hmm. within like two years. Yeah. Um, and so we decided for our TV class that we were going to create almost like a PSA yeah. um, video for the entire county. Mm-hmm. And so our teachers spoke to the other teachers at the other high schools. And the plan was to go and interview other high schools and make a compilation video of mm-hmm. like different tips. We had different segments and everything against drinking and driving. Um, and so that day at school, I was supposed to leave our school and drive to another school to interview some people and then come back. It was during like lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So I had my partner with me and we drove there, interviewed, everything went great. Um, but the irony was we had maybe 10 minutes to get back to the school, but mm-hmm. we were hungry and we thought that we would be cool and go to Taco Bell. Yes. So I was like, yeah, we can do this. So we, we get our food and then we realized there's no way we're going to make it back in time um, and not be counted late. So we were worried that we were going to get like busted for skipping or something if we showed up late. So I start like hauling ass down that major road behind our mall, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to name, yes. but you know, like I'm hauling ass down that road. And, That's um, a long way from school. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so I'm like booking it, and we have like maybe two minutes to spare. And um, I hear this, whoop, whoop. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, no. And I've had my license for like all of six months. Oh, my probably. God. And so this cop pulls me over, and he gets out, and he's like, honey, do you know how fast you were driving? And I was like, no, sir. Fast enough to get I, back right. in school on <laughs> time. Come on, sir. <laughs> My taco's getting cold. <laughs> you know but, it's only good while it's warm as Taco Bell. Come on, sir. But anyway, no, I well, I was very respectful. And I was like, no, sir, I'm so sorry. Which was not a lie because I had no clue how fast I was mm. driving. He said, you were going 20 miles over the speed limit. Holy Moses. To which I'm thinking, like, what, what is a speed limit? Like, I don't know what the speed limit is on this road. I had no idea. Don't you mean speed suggestion? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Um, yeah, so, yeah, 20, you know, kids, just FYI. 20 miles over is really, really bad. It's considered reckless driving. Absolutely. Yeah, I could have gotten in serious trouble. Yes. So, um Thankfully, I didn't cry. I'm, I just womaned up, and I was speaking to him directly, and he was like, you know, I have a daughter your age. I would hate for her to lose her license, um, so I'm not going to do that to you today. However, I need your parents' phone number because I have to talk to your parents and let them know how serious this is. You need to feel some kind of consequences, yeah. even if those are just from your parents. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I gave him my grandmother's phone number. Oh, my God. Because I thought for sure grandma's the OG 
you know, she'll cover for me and this will buy me some time before it yeah, gets to my parents, to parents, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I give him the phone number. He lets me off with a warning and he goes and gets in his car. Well, I get in mine and I'm, well, I was still in mine, but I start driving away and um, I start dialing my grandmother's phone number because my plan was to call her before he called her and just explain to her what's going on, you know, give her a heads up, ask her to cover for me, whatever. By the time I called her, the cop had already called her. Oh, shit. And he started the conversation with, hello, this is Officer So-and-so. Is this the mother of Cammie? And my grandmother starts bawling, crying, because she thinks, because our town has already lost so many teenagers. Oh, crap. She thinks that I've died in a car accident. And he's like, no, ma'am. He calms her down. He's like, she was just driving recklessly. She was going 20 miles over. I need to speak to her parents. Can you give me a way to contact them? Oh, And because my grandmother is so pissed at me at this point, she's like, yes, here's her mom's work number, her mom's cell phone number, her mom's home number. Like, she probably would have given her her social security number if she had known it (laughs) she gave him all of my mom's contact information so then by the time i call my grandmother the cop is calling my mother in Mm. real time and he does the same spiel hello this is officer so-and-so are you the mother up so then my mom starts bawling crying thinking the same thing that i've died in a car accident so by the time she calms down and realizes what I've done, I was in deep shit. Duh. Like, I was in so much trouble by the time I got home that afternoon. Oh my like, God. And it just progressed so much faster than I thought it was going to, um, which I look back on that. You know, at the time, I was like, oh, God, this is the end of my life. Mm. But looking back on it as an adult... I'm just thinking of all the other things that could have happened yeah. with me driving 20 miles over the speed limit that day. Oh, my God. And I had someone else in the car with me. That was so you not know, safe. That's something that I always tell my students is that, like, you guys think that you're invincible or that you're untouchable yeah. or that you're immortal. And really, it doesn't even require, like, a, a consistent behavior of... Um, recklessness Mm -hmm. it only requires one wrong action exactly exactly and it it can change anything yeah and the worst part is it doesn't even have to be your own action it can be someone else's yeah it just completely will change your narrative for the rest of your life um so yeah reckless driving that is the fastest i think i've ever driven and after that i slowed it down for sure um so and especially as a mom now like i'm not a fast driver i'm pretty calm um I'd say the only other downfall to my driving is whenever I first went to college, I did not quite understand where my where like my threshold was with being able to drive over the speed limit. Mm. You know how like generally it's like yeah. maybe you can you have like five over, yeah. you know, and get away with it. For some reason I thought that I could do thirteen over. Interesting. I don't, I don't number. know where I got that number from, but I remember like it was specifically thirteen. And I only figured it out after making, like, two trips to college because my mm. college was about three hours away. But I got home, like, maybe 20 or 30 minutes sooner than what my parents expected. And my dad was like, why do you keep getting home earlier than than what the drive should take? And I said, I don't know. I'm doing 83 the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was you like, told on yourself. I did. That's how I. That's how naive I was Bless in high school and in college. My dad said, "What the hell did you just say?" I said, <laughs> Eight, "I 80, I was only doing 83. 23. He was like, I was going 23. Yeah. 
He was like, why were you doing 83? At most, maybe do five over. He was like, but not 83. You cannot do 83. And I was like, oh, okay, got it. Oh I, don't, I don't know where I got that from, but I will no longer do that. So in high school, I was friends with this guy whose dad was a cop. And every time, I'm sure he got so annoyed with us asking this question. Every time we were at their house, we would say, how much do we have to go over to get pulled over? Like, what's the rules? And every time he would say, nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. Oh. Every time. So, but I mean, I I don't think that that's like a consistent rule Mm -hmm. of thumb. I stick to five-ish. I think five-ish is safe. Yeah. Five-ish is safe. Like, if I were telling another teenager, Mm -hmm. um, what what I would feel responsible for for saying is that I think five is fine. Mm-hmm. Five over. Now, some weird, like, did your parents ever have, like, weird sayings? Like, that that nine is fine, mm-hmm. ten you're mine. My parents had a few weird sayings with driving. Like, my dad, when my dad was teaching us how to drive, if we, he was more concerned with us acting nervous <laughs> while we drove. Like, if we froze. <laughs> so my dad was constantly like, drive it like you stole it. You gotta drive it like you stole it. Um, and so no? I guess that's where I got that 13 over. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what's that like? Because when I was learning how to drive, my mother was a nervous wreck. It, she was like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Anytime she's not driving. And I get this from her. I enjoy being in control. She loves mm-hmm. being in control too. I get it honest. It doesn't matter if I was going 35 or 40. Like if, if she felt like we were going too fast, oh, she yeah. would slam her hands on the dashboard. Like, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> or like. Yeah, I remember when when mom grabbed the, the old car shit with us, handle. That's what she would call it. She threw a box of triscuits, and I, I that's a waste of triscuits. I, I know. I don't even remember if she was throwing it at my head or at my sister's head, because we were both being like equally obnoxious. Like I was stressing her out with my driving, and then my sister was talking or something. I don't know. Um, but at some point, she threw a box of triscuits. Triscuits at were thrown. So yeah, the triscuits were thrown down, and we knew we knew what was up. There was something else that dad used to say that was weird about driving. Drive it like you stole it. And, oh, he's really big about going with the speed of traffic. Yes, going with the flow of traffic. Yeah, going with the flow of traffic. Otherwise, you're going to get run over. Right. And my dad's very much like, I lived in a big city for a, an amount of time, so I know how to drive in a city. You gotta. <laughs> this is how you do it. You don't drive like a chicken. Yeah. So, I, I think I took that to heart. Well... As far as speed is concerned, I've gotten many, many speeding tickets. How many speeding tickets do you think you've gotten? Five. Dang. A lot. So only one in my, what I would consider actual adult life, like Mm -hmm. out of college. Um, But I got a lot. I didn't get a speeding ticket until I was in college. So Mm -hmm. basically when I was in college, I was driving fast as crap all the time, apparently. Mm -hmm. But one was in my small college town, and I was with my boyfriend at the time, and I was freaking out the whole time. He's like, it's fine. Just be respectful. Um, I got to go to traffic school for that. That was fine. And then I got, like, three others within the time span of like a couple of years mm-hmm. or no, not even a year. I don't remember. I'll have, to, I'll have to do the math, ask my mother and get back to you. Um, but the last one that I got 
I basically had gotten so many that if I would have gotten any other type of traffic violation at all, I would have lost my license. Wow. I mean, I was a, I was a flow rider. I don't know. <laughs> a flow rider. I don't know if that's a thing. I love the band flow rider or them rappers. Um, but the, the one that I vividly remember the most, um, was after I had graduated college, I graduated in December um, don't at me. It was four and a half years. So I still say four <laughs> years graduated. Um, but I had gone on a cruise to celebrate with my friends after graduation. And so we drove to Miami mm-hmm. in an Impala with blacked out windows hey. and back for this cruise. Okay. So the, I have to tell this story in order for you to understand why I got pulled over. Okay. So in this Impala, we felt like total badasses because the windows were tinted just enough to make it feel like they were blacked out. Like, would but you within say the you legal a, limit. Were you a, a bala? I was a bala shakala. I was. Were there 20 inch There blades? was 20 inch rims. Is it blades or rims? 20 inch blades on my impala. What's a blade? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I don't too know. I to know what a blade is. Yeah, the Grand Prix didn't have those. The Grand Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we were driving. It was my friend's car. We drove so fast in that thing because nobody oh. would think that we weren't cops. Oh, God. You just reminded me of something. Like, it was crazy. We drove so fast. We made it back from Miami. Yeah. From the bottom of Miami, Miami, Miami to <laughs> Girl, west, that's another story. To the west part of our state, mm-hmm. it normally should take at least nineteen hours, right. right? Yeah, we made it back in fifteen. Oh no! So, and it was winter. It was December. We right. drove up through the mountains. It was not good. Right. So after driving something like that, then I slept the night at my apartment, and I got up the next day to drive home because Christmas was the next day. Well, I was still in blacked out Impala mode, right. driving through the back roads, and I got my ass pulled over because I was going 85 <gasps> miles an hour in a 60 yeah. mile an hour zone. Yeah. It was crazy. So, and I even cried, and I was like, I'm going home for Christmas. Yeah. And they're like, ma'am, you are driving hella fast. Right. It, I mean, if he could have said that. But, <laughs> ma'am. So, but I was in another state. I was not in my home state. And so, I couldn't go to traffic school. Right. I had to go back for a hearing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we can expunge this from your record if you do community service. I said, I don't live here. Can you get the community service moved to like closer to me? And they're like, no. And I said, all right. So I took, I paid the fines and I took the points on my record. They're now gone. Thank God. Yeah. But there you go. Kids, don't go driving dirty in an Impala. No, it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. I think I had blacked out this story just because it was so freaking terrifying. But um, when I was a senior in high school, we like my first trip like with just girlfriends Mm -hmm. was to go to another city that was like three hours away which is where I was going to go to school and it was me and two of my best friends and we were inside and one of my friends who is one of the girls with me she drove and I'm not lying she stayed between 100 and 110 (gasps) that's uncomfortable there and the whole way back yeah it was super uncomfortable because it was her car. She was the one paying all the gas. Like, so you almost felt like you couldn't really say something. Um, and this is very much a part of my personality. I feel like I, 
I will like suffer negative emotions out of politeness to other people. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to um, make anyone else feel uncomfortable or feel something a negative, feel something negative. So I'll just keep it to myself. So anyway, we were driving home um, after this weekend trip. And as we're flying down the interstate at the last second, the third girl says, oh, I've got to go pee. Can you exit? And we oh, were no. about to pass the exit, and it's raining. Oh, So no. the girl who's driving, instead of just continuing to drive and say, like, hey, we'll go we'll to the next, the next exit, yeah. she jerked the steering wheel to the right to try and make the exit at the last second. And, you know, like, when exits veer off from the interstate, they kind of go up. Yeah. Um, and so there's a grassy area that's like in the shape of a V, right? Oh so my God. her car went up and because she jerked it so fast in the rain, it spun around and went back into the grassy area and we were going nose straight back into the interstate. Oh my God. But it gets, it gets worse. Oh my God. How? The, the tires in the back got stuck in the mud. And so it kept us maybe two feet from, like, the the front of the car was two feet from... Traffic. I, from the interstate. Oh, yeah. my And so it's, like, God. pouring down raining. We have no money on us. Like, so we don't know what we're going to do in terms of, like, getting the car out. We get out, and I remember I had on, like, kitten heels. Like, and so we so all cute. get out. <laughs> right. I was so cute. So anyway, we get out, and um, one of us is in the driver's seat. The other two... Are pushing the car. Teenage girls trying to push this car into out. the interstate. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> well, we're trying to push it away from the interstate, but we're trying to get it out of the mud. As we're trying to push it, no lie, a tow truck driver <sighs> is exiting, and he pulls over, and it's pouring down raining. And we're like, "Sir, can you please help us?" I, I remember saying these words. I was like, "We have no money, but like we will, we will find a way to pay you. Like if you can just get us out, we've got to get back home." Oh my god! And he said, "Don't worry, I have a daughter about y'all's age. I will, I'll pull you out. You don't owe me anything." He was like, "Just be careful from now on." So he pulls us out for free, and we get back on our merry way. I drove the rest of the way home because Thank God, because my other friend, that shit over here. Oh yeah, that got she you was killed. Like, yeah, she was completely shaken up. So as I'm driving. The girl who said she had to pee, right? The one who was just sitting in the car with me, not the one who was driving. The girl who has to pee. She gets on her phone and starts calling her mom to tell her. Like, she's the only one who's calling her parents at this point. I I don't think I told my parents until, like, a year later. Because you didn't want to worry the crap out of right. them. Right. At that point, like, they wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, this girl, though, is extremely, like, she had a, she just needed to, to talk to her mom, which is fine. I get that. Um so she calls her mom and she's crying and she's like, mom, I like, I've got to tell you what just happened to us. We were basically like just in a wreck almost. And so she starts explaining and her mom starts like screaming, crying on the other end of the phone. And so we get her and we're all just kind of shocked to hear her mom react this way. So her mom like calms down and she puts her on speaker and her mom tells us that at the same time the accident was happening, her mom had felt this weird gut feeling that 
she was worried about us. And she said, I didn't know what else to do. So I went into my room and I started writing out a prayer for you guys. She was like, I needed it on paper to feel like it was tangible. So she had been writing out a letter to God and was like, please protect the girls on their drive home. <gasps> oh my and it was God. Like, yes. It oh was like, oh my God. That's why she was screaming, crying. Cause she was like the, the timing it was happening at the same time. So, isn't that crazy? That's crazy! I know. It's wild. So, and I mean, granted, you and I, we were raised, we were raised with faith. So, I think on a certain element, we definitely, like, we feel that and believe it. And it's very, very real for us. But at the same token, like, you and I have had these conversations before that, like, as we've gotten older, our faith has changed. Yeah. Um, And not for the worse. It's just changed in the sense that we're learning you know, what that looks like for us as adults versus mm. what it's looked like prepackaged for us as teenagers yes, and adolescents, so. you know, because yeah. there's a difference there. Yes. Um, so I think even now looking back on it, it still like resonates with That's me. That's crazy. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like we don't wear our religion on our sleeves, but do I believe that that, that was real? Like, absolutely. absolutely. Like that, oh, that was very real for me. Um, So, yeah. That That reminds me. That incident reminds me of one of our other mutual friends that we also went to high school with. When she was going to college, she was going up up north, like in Illinois or somewhere, to college. And they were coming back from school or going to school. I don't remember which one. And a major snowstorm, blizzard, Mm. like stopped traffic on the interstate, which is crazy. If it's ever snowing, first of all, we live in the South. Ain't nobody know how to drive in the snow. Right. Let alone the rain, whatever. So I just tend to stay off the road. Mm -hmm. Well, except for recently. That's another funny story. (laughs) I'll tell that later. Um, Anyway, this is not funny. This is serious. Sorry. Sorry to change our brand momentarily, but... um, (laughs) She was driving with a a car full of people back to school, and it was standstill traffic on the interstate for the most part, and she could not see. It was a whiteout, Mm -hmm. and she got this overwhelming feeling all of a sudden that they needed to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. She said, I don't know what this is. We need to get out. Like, we need to physically get out of this car and run away as fast as we can, and so they did. And as soon as they did, this big semi-truck comes barreling down and crashed into her car. Totaled it. And if they would have been in that vehicle, all of them would be dead. That's wild. That is wild. Yeah. And that moment for her was pivotal as far as her faith goes. Because she's like, I didn't tell myself get out of the car. That was something other than me. Right. And so... Trust your gut. Trust your instincts. If you feel something, just go with it. Yeah. You know, it might be weird. People might be like, we're crazy. Who cares? At least you'll be alive. Yeah. Absolutely. So. I know. I don't know. Like, my parents always joked about being careful with having other people in your car because they are precious cargo. Yes. And, um... I don't know. I used to always think that was so lame. <laughs> I know. But now that I have a son, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, the feeling is... Yeah, yeah. I just think like if we were to go on a family trip or something and if he were to be in someone else's car and something happened, like I would go after those people, whoever was driving the car. Like it doesn't matter to me. 
Yeah. You know, like you could be my best friend in the world or you could be my closest relative. But if my kid was in your car and something happened to my kid, mm-hmm. it's game over. Yeah. You know, like I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your entire lineage. Like it's over. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting sorry. Yeah. It's Liam Neeson real. Okay. He's about to be tooked. Yeah. <laughs> You, your moms, your mom, your son, That's everybody. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So to leave us on a funny note, I'll tell my most recent driving story, which happened um, a few weeks ago. I don't remember when we had it, but we had some ice happen yeah. over the weekend a few weeks ago. And I live in a neighborhood that my road has a hill. So my, I live at the end of a road that has a hill, and then the road you turn onto to get out of the neighborhood is another hill. Okay. So it's a double hill turn. It's a triple toe loop, axle, whatever. So <laughs> Stop. And it was basically a sheet of ice. Well, the night before, I told my husband, I put in a Kroger click list. I got to go pick it up in the morning. And he said, you did what? What time? I said, nine, between 9 and 10. And he goes, you know we're getting like crazy weather, right? And I'm like, I mean, it won't be that bad. We'll get out. So the time comes. And mind you, my husband loves to sleep in on the weekend. Loves to sleep in on the weekend. But I like to get up and go to Starbucks and listen to podcasts and on my drive and just mm-hmm. have some me time as I go pick up my Kroger click list. So I put on my Ugg boots and I have on flannel pajama pants and a hoodie mm-hmm. and that's it. And, you know, stepping out in style to go to Kroger. And by the time I'm ready to go, I turn around and he's there. He said, I'm not going to let you drive in this shit by yourself. I would feel personally responsible <laughs> if man. anything happened to you. And so I'm like, whatever, you're overreacting. It's fine. We go out. Our road is a solid sheet of ice. And I'm like, we got it. It's cool. <laughs> Let's try. It's fine. It's fine. So <laughs> you guys, I'm dumb sometimes. All right. Those teenage brain cells sometimes seep their way back into my current brain and take over so we try to get up the hill and so I get up the first hill and I try to turn on the other one it doesn't work so I go back in reverse like my whole car Mm -hmm. in reverse back down the hill I go down to the cul-de-sac at the end to rev up some speed right so I get up the hill and I turn up the other hill and I'm like almost there and then he's like this is not happening I'm like you're right so I break to the floor and I break to the floor, and I break to the floor, and my car is slowly just sliding backwards. Oh, God. So I thought, okay, well, it's reversing for me. I'll just turn the wheel to direct myself back to my road. And my car just starts independently doing its own little solo in the middle of this sheet of ice. And I end up facing the complete opposite direction that I wanted to. Because tires don't listen when ice is involved. And so he's like, are you putting on the... It was like, we're having a whole fight. And I'm like, stop yelling. (laughs) And I was like, you're right. Are you happy? You're right. A whole fight. And he's like, are you breaking at all? I said, my foot is on the floor. My car is not stopping, though. And so, anyways, long story short, I finally, like, I'm like, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Don't move. I'm just going to put on the emergency brake. Right. (laughs) And if I would have breathed anymore, I I really do feel that my car would have gone nose first (laughs) into someone's brick mailbox. I was like... 
inches from someone's brick mailbox. Right. We don't even know these people. They moved in recently. They don't know the Aww. level of crazy they're dealing with, so they just think they're dealing with stupid. Right. That's, you know, that's It was sweet. terrible. Well, that's not even the funniest part. The funniest part is... I look up. Everyone has come out to their front yard to no. watch this happen. I would happen. have died. It was awful. Stop. And then I had to do the walk of shame. Stop. In my Ugg boots. My off-brand oh, Ugg boots. God. Let's be honest. They're from Old Navy. <laughs> my oversized flannel pajama pants. No, my face is red for you. Well, it, it makes me real uncomfortable thinking about it. Yeah, but screw you guys. Screw Y'all you guys. That's right. And like well, peeped on her. You shouldn't have been out that's there. That's right. They were straight up no up. shame and making sure everybody's okay. I think they were waiting to see if I would hit the mailbox, to be very honest with you. But we walked back. I about busted my ass a couple times because my Ugg boot, my thug boots don't have... <laughs> My fug boots. They're faux Uggs, so fug. Um, <laughs> they don't have any traction. I'm going to start calling my students fug boots. <laughs> fug boots? Oh, fug boots. boot. Look at that. <laughs> With your tired note. Oh, my God. Anyways. So, then a couple of hours later, because it's, you know, the South, it melted. And, and it was fine. A couple my husband later. went and got it. Oh. And I had to cancel my click list. And... Yeah. So when it's weather outside, like don't drive. Yeah. When the weather outside is weather. When the weather outside is frightful. Lord. Don't you get in your car, you're going to crash. <laughs> the mailboxes. <laughs> yeah, no, just like nothing is that important. No. You know, like the list right. groceries were not in that. They just weren't. We that really important. did need some groceries though. But me well. driving. I was out of avocado. No, I wanted my avocado toast. Nah, girl. Anyway, like all my stories about driving too quickly, none of that was important. No, it wasn't. Like you guys, You're honest. You guys are important. So you are our important. students, our former students, you especially to me. That's right. Slow the hell down. Slow your ass. Slow down. down. My mom would be like, don't worry about, something about, don't worry about if Mr. Wright is at the light beside you. Just pay attention. <laughs> that sounds like something your mom would say. That's awesome. Right. But mom's right, you know? No, Your I think moms she, are right. Your moms are right. And your Some dads. Are, and your dads. And your grandmothers. And your guardians. That's right. And your teachers. That's right, listen. So just slow down. Nothing slow is that important. Slow the hell down. You are important, so slow down. Don't be riding dirty, and that is our episode. That's right. Don't forget to subscribe. That's right. And tell your friends. We're on Instagram at Laugh It's Funny Podcast. Mm -hmm. We are on Apple Podcasts. I know a lot of our listeners come from Apple. So um, leave us a review, even if it's just giving us five stars, giving us a written review. It will help us move up and also get feedback from you guys about how we're doing. So um, if you have any ideas for content or anything like that, we're working on getting a Google Voice account set up so you can call in with some messages and yeah we'll keep you up to date on that but other than that slow down slow down and we'll see you next wednesday yep bye guys bye